0: Greetings and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, executive editor of the Center Square Newswire service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Wisconsin correspondent, Benjamin Yout. How are you, Ben?
1: Recovering slowly. If you ever have the option, Dan, don't break your shoulder. It's not fun. You, you, you get a lot of looks and people help you open doors, but uh, the downsides of, of a broken shoulder uh, no, no me gusta. I can imagine
0: there's probably plenty of downside. You were sharing with me, Ben, in pre-production that your doctor says it'll be at least six months before you can raise your shoulder above your head. I can't even imagine.
1: Well, and it could be even longer if I want to, like, lift weights. He's like, well, so if you want to get back to the gym, and I said, Doc, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. The I'm, gym. i huh? going to the gym. <laughs> I, I go to McDonald's, yeah. The mall, yeah. The, the the bar, yeah. But the gym, come on. Come like, on. No, yeah, it's, uh It is. This is why if you get hurt when you're in your 20s, you bounce back. You know, there are times I feel like a racehorse that they may just lead me out to pasture and leave me.
0: Well, hoping for a speedier than six month recovery, Ben, but let's get into it. The uh, debate over whether to allow biological males to play female sports is raging across the country, of course, including there in Wisconsin, proposals by Wisconsin State Senator Dan Knodel, a Republican from Germantown, would ban trans athletes from sports in the University of Wisconsin system, and the other would ban trans athletes from sports in Wisconsin public schools. Ben, you wrote this week that the State Superintendent of Education blasted the proposals, saying they could, among other things, lead to more teen suicides if enacted. There's no doubt this is a complex, controversial issue, Ben. Tell us more about what's going on in Wisconsin with it.
1: Yeah, there were two committee hearings yesterday, and nothing gets the juices flowing on a podcast like talking about the intricacies of the assembly committees. But there were two hearings on two different plans. Like you said, one for UW schools, the other for high schools. They were five hours long each. So over the course of one day there was 10 hours of testimony about this issue and if you need a measure of just how important this is just how controversial and and you know controversial is always in the eye of the beholder so I was hesitant to use that but there are folks on the right who are upset about this issue there are folks on the left who are upset about this issue they're upset about it for different reasons but yeah 10 hours of testimony yesterday and the tone from LGBTQ advocates as well as the state superintendent of schools was very negative. It was dark. It painted this dire picture. I believe as I, I I wrote it in our story and and the quote. I I tried to sift through the five hours of testimony in one of the committees to find the state superintendent's testimony so I could actually pull the sound and bring it to you, but I I I got lost after about hour three. She said, hating people, isolating them, and hurling insults at them because of their identity has never turned out well in our history. And then she dropped this line, which is "I people get to make up their own minds." She said, let's call this anti-trans push for what it is a dangerous lie and what the hate behind it can do, kill children. And again, this is if you were to talk to Dan Canodal or Barb Dietrich, the two lawmakers who are pushing this plan, they say they simply want to make sure that young women and girls can play on their high school soccer team or their high school softball team or a a UW volleyball team without having to worry about competing against bigger, stronger, faster, more muscularly developed biological men. And to make the jump from who gets to play which sport to this will kill children shows you where they are. There's no middle ground on this. There's no agreement on this. This is not one of the deals like you see at the Capitol, every Capitol across the country where there can be some agreement, right? Uh, Well, I, I think we should have taxes at 7.25% while you think we should have taxes at 4.9%. Let's meet in the middle. There will be no meeting in the middle of this because this is an issue where you have one side saying children will die. And you have the other side saying biological women and girls deserve to be protected in their own spaces. And the advocates, the experts, the people who spent five hours talking with lawmakers yesterday do not see eye to eye and they do not agree. Those are the stakes. They are stuck and no one is moving. Now, for these specific pieces of legislation, I fully expect that they will pass both the Assembly and the Senate, and Governor Evers yesterday made it clear that he will veto them the second they reach his desk. He's done this before, and he will do this again. So you never want to say that the debate at the Capitol is all for naught, but this one is not going to end up with a new law. In fact, it's probably only going to further entrench both sides, the side that says, making sports for biological girls for girls only is good. And the side that says making biological girls sports for biological girls only is going to kill kids. It is a huge gulf.
0: Yeah. And going back to the very acidic rhetoric from the uh, state school superintendent, I don't know how you you can't possibly find middle ground when these two opposing sides are so well entrenched. I will argue though that there are plenty of people in the middle in the political center, maybe a tick left, maybe a tick right, who, who would say this is a debate that should be we should be having. Uh, no one in in this middle anyway, no one wants to you know discriminate against transgender youth, but there are legitimate, Physical concerns when it comes to biological males who identify as females playing women's sports. We've seen examples of it across the country where biological f- girls have been at least slightly injured when competing against biological males who um, identify
1: I think it was in Kentucky where it was a volleyball match and a a trans athlete was playing against the girls on the girls team. And this athlete jumped and spiked a ball and smashed it off this young woman's face. And you're, you're exactly right. And this is where sort of the debate is in Wisconsin, that you have an awful lot of people who say, if you're trans or you want to follow your identity, great, wonderful But there is a difference between saying let's be tolerant and how do we deal with biological men who want to go into the women's locker room. There was a case over in Sun Prairie just outside of Madison where a a trans woman, a biological man still had his hangy downy parts, was in the shower after gym class with a handful of 14 year old girls. These are the things that legislators never thought they would have to legislate. These are the kinds of new policies and state laws that five years ago, no one would have ever thought they were going to have to put this into state statute. But now we are, and, and, and it is a very difficult thing. And you're right. There is a difference between tolerance and acceptance and allowing people to live their best lives, gender policies in general, and then these specifics of sports and locker rooms and safe spaces and who gets to go where. And, and that, that is why this is all so difficult from a legislative standpoint, because, and this goes for almost everything, and you know this from your years of covering government, whenever you put something down on paper, whenever you say, okay, here's the law, here's what you can do, you have to be very careful because anything that's not in that law, well, now do I get to do that or or, or do I get to not do that? And it puts legislators in this weird position of having to almost list out, laundry list, grocery list style, here are the things that can happen, and here are the things that can't happen. Otherwise, you get confusion in the law. That's when it goes to the courts, and that's when we just launch off. You want to take a look at the abortion debate, take a look at the election debate here in Wisconsin, and you can see what happens when there is any kind of wiggle room in state statute and and just sort of the bag of snakes that that can open up that lawmakers have to somehow figure out how to put back in.
0: Yeah, and, and regardless of, you know, the legislature, let's just assume the legislature passes it. Governor Evers has already said he will veto it. It will go back to the legislature for a potential veto override. Regardless, it's probably going to end up in the courts anyway, as it already has in some other states across the country. Ben, I don't envy you having to cover this issue, but it is going to be an important one going forward in Wisconsin. But that is all the time we have readers can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Ben Yout, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe and thank you for listening.